Kids. Judges, the Lord raised up a deliverer. Let's start our time together today with a game. This game is called Cycle, Circle, Cycle. <laughs> we are going to describe different types of cycles to you. They actually all have the word cycle in them. I'm going to say cycles that maybe your grown-ups will have to help you with, and Isaac will say some. Hopefully, you can get all on your own. Let's see if you can name these different cycles. Ready? This is the cycle when an important liquid rains down from the sky, then it evaporates, then it turns into condensation, and then it rains down again. The water cycle. This is a cycle that has two wheels, and most kids own them. A bicycle. This is a cycle. For example, when an egg is laid, then it turns into a caterpillar, then it turns into a butterfly, then the butterfly lays an egg, and the cycle starts all over again. The life cycle. This is a cycle that has one wheel, and most clowns own them. A unicycle. This is a cycle that only women experience, and it happens about once a month. A menstrual cycle. This cycle has two wheels, a motor, and guys driving them usually wear black leather. A motorcycle. This cycle is something that happens when you reuse paper, plastic, or aluminum. Recycle. Mom, why are we talking about cycles? Well, that's what happens in our reading this week. The Israelites get stuck in an awful cycle. A cycle is something that repeats itself over and over again. Yeah, so let's see if you guys can figure out what that cycle is that the Israelites are in, and how many times it happens to them. Try to count. Here's what the scriptures say. <laughs> All of the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and they forsook the Lord God. They could no longer stand before their enemies. Nevertheless, the Lord raised up righteous judges, which delivered them out of the hands of those that spoiled them. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and forgot their Lord God. The children of Israel were taken over by their enemies and had to serve in bondage for eight years. And when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer to the children of Israel, who delivered them. This time, named Othniel, and he judged Israel, and he went out to war and saved them. And the land had rest for forty years, and Othniel died. And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. The children of Israel were taken over by their enemies and had to serve in bondage for eighteen years. But when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, the Lord raised up for them a deliverer, Ehud, a man left-handed. Hey, I'm left-handed. 
all the best people are. And the Israelites were freed, and the land had rest four score years. And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud was dead. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. For their enemies had 900 chariots of iron, and 20 years they mightily oppressed the children of Israel. And Deborah, a prophetess, she judged Israel at that time. And the hand of the children of Israel prospered and prevailed, and the land had rest for 40 years. And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord, and the hand of their enemies prevailed against Israel. And because of that, the children of Israel made them dens, which are in the mountains, and caves to hide. And it came to pass when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of their problems, that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel named Gideon. And Gideon conquered their enemies, and the country was in quietness for 40 years in the days of Gideon. As soon as Gideon was dead, the children of Israel turned again and went a-whoring. And the children of Israel remembered not their Lord, their God, who had delivered them out of the hands of their enemies on every side, and the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. So, what was the cycle? The Israelites did evil, cried unto the Lord, and he raised up a deliverer. Exactly. The Israelites did evil, and then when their enemies attacked them, only then did they remember to cry unto the Lord. But the Lord always heard their prayers and raised up a deliverer to help them. Who is our deliverer? Jesus Christ. Yes, God delivers us from sin through the Savior Jesus Christ. So think of a mistake or a sin that you sometimes do over and over. Maybe you get short-tempered with your little brother. Maybe you need to be more obedient to your parents. Maybe you need to work harder at school. Whatever it is, we don't have to get stuck in the same cycle of sin over and over again. If we pray and ask him for forgiveness and power to overcome our weaknesses, he will help us. I love Jesus because he's very special to me and he saved me. Instead of taking the consequences of death and sin, he took them for me. He did this because he atoned and died for me. I'm so grateful that he did this. I know he loves me. Okay. Time for another game. Let's do a directed drawing. For this game, you're gonna need a piece of paper and something to draw with. If you don't have those available, just use your finger and draw in the air. And if you mess up or can't keep up, don't get frustrated. We're just here to have fun. You can always pause or rewind. Can you guys guess what you're going to draw by following our directions? Let's find out. Across the bottom of your paper, draw a line that is a repeating scallop pattern. Scallops are like half circles that connect to each other on the edges. On the top of that line, draw a big half circle so that the half circle is cut off by your scalloped line. On top of your half circle, Draw a thin column. On top of the column, draw two circles. Each circle should be about half the width of the column. Above the circles, draw four rainbow shapes. Two coming off to the left side, 
and two coming off to the right side. Then along the underside of each rainbow line, draw a tall, thin zigzag, 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 all the way along. Any guesses what you drew? It was a palm tree on an island. Okay, the reason I had you guys draw a palm tree was that two of the prophets that the Lord raises up to help Israel this week actually had spiritual experiences under trees. Deborah, the prophetess, sat under a palm tree when she helped judge Israel. And Gideon, the prophet, was sitting under an oak tree when an angel appeared to him and told him he would become a prophet. There's something sacred about trees. Agreed. Did you say there is a prophetess, like a female prophet? Yes, President Joseph Fielding Smith has said this about Deborah. We read that in the earlier days of Israel, women were active and had duties to perform, and that there were actually prophetesses among them. Such a noted character was Deborah, who is spoken of as being a prophetess unto whom the people went to for counsel, and she became a judge in Israel. So this term prophetess seems to be used in the Bible to describe women who had a special gift of prophecy or foretelling or to show that certain women had an abundance of the spirit in understanding or teaching the gospel plan. Some women were a prophetess in both their spirituality and in their office in the early church. Are there women prophets today? Well, the wife of Isaiah was called a prophetess in the Bible. So you could consider Sister Nelson in the same way, but I'm certain that our general officers of the primary relief society and young women presidencies, they have an abundance of inspiration and prophecy for their offices. Men and women were equal partners in this life. And so women have the same access to priesthood power and priesthood blessings. But women don't bear the priesthood. So men bear the priesthood, but that doesn't mean that women have any less access to its power. For example, if a woman, she's the one who bears the children. She's the one that carries them during pregnancy and gives birth to them. Does that make the man any less their dad because they weren't the ones that bore their children? Or think of an umbrella. If dad and I are out in a rainstorm and we're both standing under an umbrella, just because dad's the one holding the umbrella, does it protect me less? No. So yes, Deborah was a prophetess, and there are still women today with the gift of prophecy for their offices. George Q. Cannon wrote, The genius of this kingdom, with which we are associated, is to disseminate knowledge through all the ranks of people, and to make every man a prophet and every woman a prophetess. So we all have that potential inside of us. Okay, next game. This game is called Get in Gideon. I'm now going to turn you into the prophet Gideon. Let's see if you have what it takes to free Israel. Gideon considered himself poor and insignificant, 
but God saw him as a mighty man of valor. Even if you feel small, God can work through you to do important things. Okay, Gideon, I need you to gather together an army to go to battle. How many soldiers do you want in your army? Say your answers out loud now. Well, that would be a nice sized army. But to help the people realize that they're being freed by the power of the Lord, you only get 300 soldiers. Are you sure? That seems crazy to go against such a big army with so few soldiers. Do you trust me? The Lord has said he will be with thee. Okay, how do you want to decide which out of all of these Israelite men should be the ones in your army of 300? Do you want to see who can run through an obstacle course the fastest? See who can hit a bullseye with an arrow. See who can lift the most weight. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. Okay. I move mountains. I move churches. And I glow because I know what my worth is. Say your answers out loud now. Actually... The way we're going to decide who the soldier should be is by how they drink their water. If they're at the river and they bend down and slurp it up directly from the river like an animal, they aren't for you. But if they put their water in their hand and bring it up to their face to drink out of their hand like a cup, then they can be your soldiers. If you say so, this is taking a lot of faith. Okay, now I'm going to give you a list of a few items you can take with you into battle. You can only take three items per person. Which three items would you like me to give to your soldiers? Your choices are a sword, a shield, a helmet, a trumpet, a lamp, or an empty clay pitcher. Which of these three items would you like to take into battle? Say your answer out loud now. Well, actually, I'm going to give each of your soldiers a trumpet, a lamp, and an empty clay pitcher. Okay, you're ready. But we don't even have weapons. How is a tiny army without weapons supposed to defeat this huge city? Have faith. And don't forget what the Lord said. Surely I will be with thee. God's ways are different from the world's ways. The Lord asked Gideon, to do things that Gideon probably didn't understand at the time. Let's find out. The people of Israel were blessed for many years, but then they chose to disobey the Lord. To help them remember him, the Lord let their enemies, the Midianites, take their food and animals. The Israelites were starving, so they remembered the Lord and prayed to him for help. Gideon was a man from a poor family. The Lord sent an angel to call him to free Israel. Gideon wondered why the Lord chose him. The Lord told Gideon to destroy places where the Israelites worshipped false gods. When Gideon obeyed, the people were mad. The Israelites wanted to kill Gideon, but Gideon's father convinced them not to hurt him. Gideon was kept safe. 
Gideon did not think he could free Israel. There were more than 135,000 soldiers in the Midianite army. But the Lord gave Gideon wisdom and strength. The Lord wanted the Israelites to know that they could win with his strength, not their own. Even though Israel had only 32,000 soldiers, the Lord asked Gideon to send home any soldiers who were scared. After 22,000 went home, the Israelites were left with 10,000 soldiers. The Lord said 10,000 was still too many soldiers. He told Gideon to take the army down to the water. Those who drank straight from the water with their mouths would be sent home. Those who used their hands to drink the water could stay. Now only 300 men were left. At last, the Israelites were ready to fight. The Lord showed Gideon how to defeat the Midianites. Gideon told his army to use trumpets and lamps to scare them. The noise and the lights confused the Midianites so much that they started to fight each other. Then they cried out and ran away. Because Gideon trusted the Lord, the Israelites beat the large Midianite army with only 300 soldiers. The Lord freed the people of Israel. Now we're going to have some of our listener friends share experiences when they learned to trust the Lord, even though doing so was hard. When I pay my tithing, it may sound hard to me, but I know that I can do it. I trust in the Lord and I try my best when you give it to the bishop. It helps the poor and it helps the temples to be built. scared to learn my backflip on the mat. I was going to do it. I didn't feel like doing it because I thought I was going to get hurt for a second. I sat out for a couple minutes and when I saw a girl do it, I thought in my mind, fear not, just like Jesus told us to not fear. When the people, Jesus' people, when they were worried, Jesus said to them, fear not. So I thought of fear not so I could do it. times I had to trust the Lord to do something hard is when we moved across the country. I was scared because I had all my friends in the old place and I was worried so I said a prayer and now I have tons of friends. Even though moving was hard, I trusted him and if you trust Heavenly Father, great things will happen. My dad's liver is being attacked by his immune system, so he has to have a liver transplant. And I am scared about it, but I can't trust him and follow that everything will be okay. And I will play with my daddy every day. Hey guys, after this podcast is over, wouldn't it be awesome if we all stopped for just a minute and said a prayer for Emily's dad? that his liver transplant will go well and that he'll heal up, I'm sure all of our prayers will really bless her family. That's all we have for this week. Don't forget to tell your bestie about us. And until next time. Stay on the cutting